It's time for the Metropolitan Report and a special one today as we bring in the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, Kurt Rowey. And, and Kurt, uh, about a week ago, an announcement made, something that you and I were, were hoping would happen and come to fruition and, and really changing the whole landscape of the, the Normandy project, if you will. Um, the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Oh, well, first of all, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know it's been crazy. And, and the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, along with Beyond Housing, uh, making the announcement that Jack Nicholas has agreed uh, to work with both organizations on uh, a projected redesign and really a transformation of Normandy Golf Club, as as we both called it. Um, and we've seen a lot of things in, in St. Louis golf. I, I think a monumental day for the community. Uh, I mean, absolutely, Jay. You, you, I think you hit the head on the hit the nail on the head with the, the with the word monumental. Um, you know, it's something that obviously that Metro and the Metropolitan Golf Association and Beyond Housing is known for, you know, a couple months. Um, so it's, it was an exciting, exciting day to, to finally push that exciting to hit the send button on that email that went out, you know, a week ago last Thursday, uh, to, to, to the media and then ultimately to our, you know, to all of our members and stuff. So, um, nervous, I was, I was nervous to hit the button because I mean, we knew, you know, the response we were going to get and, and this, how big of a deal this is. And, and, um, you know, it was just, it was a great day and we've had tremendous response and replies since. You know, I, I remember having one of the initial meetings at the Bogey Club where, you know, 20 to 30 people got together. We did a couple of those. And and I think, you know, Tom O'Toole Jr., former executive director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, creator of it, former president of the United States Golf Association, he always felt like there was something more there. It, instead of just a bunch of guys getting together and redoing a historic golf course and, you know, doing it the way a lot of places do. Tom felt like this could be a community thing. He had seen things with his work with the USGA yep. and it, it always was there. And then he started to get the ball rolling. And, and I think the golf community is very excited, as you know, about the name Jack Nicklaus and about keeping Normandy uh, a golf course. Yep. But the, the things that can happen, uh, outside of golf, as it relates to changing the community and the environment, they're there. I mean, this can happen. Yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's the focus here. I know you, you, when you make an announcement saying that you know the, the greatest golfer of all time is going to join your you know join your uh, your group and and help, and you know, and obviously talk about renovating and and you know potential redesign of, of the golf course, you know, the, the focus wants to go right to the golf course, but that's, you know, that, that's not the focus here. Uh, the focus is, is our partnership with beyond housing and what they've done with their, within the community um, on their, what they call their 24 one footprint, which is uh, the 24 municipalities. I think it's actually 23 now, but uh, that feed the Normandy school district, which is, as you know, right down the street. Um, so yeah, it's 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 all about the you know the focus is about the community. You know, Chris Kramer has a quote that's been out there, and we've seen it. Um, you know, once if you lose an asset in a community like that, it's you're never going to get it back, and that's and 
that's that's what we don't want to do here. We don't want to lose Normandy Golf Course um, as an asset to to that 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 community. And uh, so, you know, this is it's 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 it was a great day last Thursday, and 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 to have Jack not only um, you know come in with the golf course design, but you know really put himself out there to help with the other stuff, with the fundraising aspects and all that. That's uh you know that's that's a huge part of this. Well, and there is a picture uh, of yep. Mike Davis, Tom O'Toole, Barbara Nicholas, and, yep. and and Jack. And you know, Tom had formed a relationship with Jack as, as president of the USJ, and before that, right. as one of the, the the top rules officials in the country. And as Tom transitioned out of the role and started to spend a little more time in Florida. It, seminal <laughs> and you know where, where jack is and all that they and 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 the wives they and the wives have really formed a relationship right and that's that's essentially how this came about yeah no you're exactly right and uh you know part of that is through as many maybe your listeners don't know you know tom's has a seven-year-old son pj who has had a quite a journey um from from the outset when he was born he's had multiple uh open heart surgeries um had another uh uh, you know, uh, brain, you know, brain and, and head surgeries. Uh, so, and uh, so that relationship with what Barbara and Jack have done with the children's hospitals and stuff in Florida, you know, kind of, um, you know, solidified that, that relationship. And uh, they, they asked about, it and they, you know, they're always in constant contact about, you know, about PJ. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, at, at some point we had to, as we were going down this road and getting to this point, um, you know, we, we knew we were going to need a, you know, on the golf course side. And, um, you know, Tom had a conversation with Mr. Nicholas and, you know, he, uh, he was on board, you know, pretty much from the get go. And uh, that's how we, that's how we've gotten to this, this point. Today. All right. And let's, let's, let's talk because you know, people want to yeah. as best you can before we get into some of the things that'll be so vital to it. The yeah. golf course itself. What what can you tell us? I mean, I've, I've heard different things. I don't want to throw them at you. I don't even I don't even know if anything's necessarily set yet. No, there's not. I mean, the uh, there there isn't anything set. The the Chris Cochran, Jack's the uh, lead designer for, with the with Nicholas Design. He's been here. He's uh, looked at the golf course, um, and that's that's kind of where where it's at. Um, you know, I th- he's got some ideas and. Uh, and you know that's that's where we're at. Um, I, I can tell you, I, I was I spent the day with him at Normandy. He was uh, he said it multiple times. How he goes, this is a really cool piece of property. <laughs> um, you know, it, you know, he he didn't know what to expect coming in, and you know, coming in, you know, he was back here in, I guess, in February. You know, basically within a week after we uh, kind of inked the deal, he was here to see it and uh, and spend time. And uh, you know, again, he he thought the property was was really good, so. Uh, so I think that's a positive, um, you know, that it's, it's, uh, you know, the goal is to, you know, to retain some of the, the, the core, you know, stuff, uh, the core property. Um, but, uh, as we all know, and we've, you know, we've said that the, the rock needs some work. I mean, wow. you know, from, uh, from, from a lot of aspects and, uh, yeah. so. there is a lot that, that needs to, and will be done. I think, I, I, I think people should realize that, when you have Tom O'Toole and Jack Nicholas involved, I don't, I don't think you're going to have to worry about the golf course. I think, no. and I don't think you'll have to worry about some of the, the, the history 
Tom, Tom is no stranger to history. I mean, there is Babe Zaharias and, and her husband, George Zaharias, yeah. uh, on the first tee at, at Normandy. Uh, the Babe swatted it there, apparently his favorite golf course. So, I mean, you know, th there's no question that you don't have to worry about that. Now, let me talk about the other side, because somebody said to me, so juniors are going to get to play. Is is that the deal? Is that why it's the community? I said, no, you, you, you don't understand. Um, with Beyond Housing involved, I mean, I, I, I think it's somewhat safe to say There'll be jobs for people in the area. Right. There'll be resources for training. Yep. There'll be caddy situations. There'll be food and beverage situations. There may even get to be at a point of classroom environment type of situation. Um, you know, as that starts to evolve, they're going to be different pieces. I, I, I think both you and I would say, Junior golf can't change a community. That's right. why these other things are going to be a major part of it, getting people involved and, and making it feel like it's partly theirs. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's using the two leading educational institutions in the area, Normandy High School and, and University of Missouri, St. Louis. Uh, you know, there's, there's opportunities there for, you know, programs, whether it's, you know, through the, through the university, you know, hospitality, uh, you know, there, um, you mentioned jobs, you know, they're just going to create, going to create some, some jobs for, uh, you know, for the residents in the, in the area. Uh, you mentioned the caddy program. Um, I don't think it's really been formally announced, but we're working with the Western golf foundation, uh, or the WGA Western golf association, sorry. And, uh, the plan is to have a caddy program there this summer. And we're working on that right now, which is a, it's a similar, it's a program that they do in Chicago at a place called Jackson park okay. uh, where golfers will be able to come in. Um, there will be caddies available and the golfers actually won't even, they don't have to pay for the caddy. Um, they'll be encouraged to tip them, but it's all funded by the Western golf association. And, uh, that program, we presented that to them a while back and we're working on working on doing that right now and getting that. And the goal is to hopefully by June 1st, have that up and going. I want to say what Kurt just said one more time, that at some point this summer, you'll be able to play the old girl, Normandy, and take a caddy and, and not have to pay for that caddy. Now, obviously, you're going to tip them. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a great resource. And then you, you tie in what they do with the Evans Scholar and the WGA, and it's part of what the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is trying to do and the foundation is trying to do is is give back. I think that's unbelievable. That That's even going to start before the uh, the huge project takes over. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, how cool would it be in two, three, four years down the road to say you know, there's there's a young man or woman going to University of Missouri on, an, you know, as an Evans Scholar. Um, for those who don't know what that program is, it's it's truly one of the most remarkable scholar mm -hmm. programs in the country. You know, you get your, your full school paid for um, at uh, well, University of Missouri is a Evans Scholar. They have an, a, what they call a scholar house. And there's I don't know the exact number of other universities around the country that do it, but you know, I think this year, I think this year they have, I think they're planning, they have a thousand Evan scholars around the country. And um, you know, those, those are full rides for four years that they're uh, giving out and, and paying out. So um, it, would, it would be really awesome to, uh, to say we've got an Evan scholar coming out of the Normandy golf club in, in a few years. Well, and, and, and all this is great stuff that we're talking about and, and great to have Jack involved and, and, 
also on the fundraising end. Yeah. But that bring that brings us to the fundraising end. I mean, we can talk and we can draw and we can do everything you want. We need some people here in the community with the wherewithal, uh, whether it be individually or, or corporate wise, to uh, help out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's 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 kind of the next step that the group uh, um, is, is working on. Um, we're working on finalizing some some kind of promotional, you know, uh, video and uh, some, you know, some anyway, some you know, things that we can take take to the community to really show them. And uh, I think we're hoping that's going to be done here, uh, you know, very shortly, and we can really start getting out there. And and uh, and the main thing is telling the story again, telling the story that what what this is all about, and it's you know, it's just not not just about uh, about renovating a golf course. So. Yeah, I mean that's going to be. For some, that's going to be a, a, an awesome thing. And for me, it's going to be an awesome thing. Yeah. But I think in the end, the other things that are going to come along with golf being changed out there is going to be the lasting thing. As somebody who's been to East Lake four or five times and heard my dad talk about what the – and other people talk about what the area was like, yeah. um, I, I think this this is going to be uh, tremendous. Golf is going to be played a lot in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, Schedule-wise, I know you've announced the pairings or the matchups, I think, for the opening day of the Selby Cup. Have you done that? Uh, yeah, all the all the divisions are out there in the Selby Cup. Yeah, they're all on the website. We did a uh, – we had a, a virtual <laughs> draw party online a couple weeks ago. Uh, our, you know, we were hoping to do, do something we had last year, we were hoping to do something in person to have, you know, have the captains come in and, and draw and, uh, just weren't able to find a place where we could potentially have, you know, 45 or 50 people together. So we did a, you know, a virtual, we, I think we had, I don't know, 18, 19 clubs join us online and, and do that. So that was kind of fun, but yeah, the, the drawing, the draws are out there, the, the, the divisions are out there and, and, uh, they should be, uh, you know, scheduling those matches to get going. So, uh, you know, for the, for the summer. And the Metro was always updating people at their website, uh, cool. always information, the newsletter, all the good stuff that they've they've got schedule-wise. Yep. Um, is the Warson Cup before the Gateway National or after this year? No, it's after. It's, a, it's actually the first week of June this year, June 5th and 6th, um, where, you know, typically we're that first weekend in May. I mean, we're just fortunate that we're able to have, you know, that we're going to have the 2021 sure. Cup after not having it in 2020, uh, but Old Warson's got they got a little construction project going on over there on Warson Road. If you haven't driven by, they've uh, it's a big tennis and pickleball court construction project going on right at the first tee. So the first tee was kind of tore up, and and uh, they're hoping that we might be might be good to go on June 5th. But anyway, we pushed it back to June 5th and 6th, but uh, no, you know, no big deal. But uh, which would be a even better. Hopefully, the weather should be 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 great. Are they moving the tee? No, no, they're not moving the tee. It's just it's all those hedges, you know, that were down the right yeah. side. Those all came sure. out, and, and uh, no, the tees, the the, the main, the tees are all pretty much staying the same on number one. So, and what do you think of the changes on sixteen and seventeen? Uh, I mean, I think they're I think they're spectacular. Um, we haven't played anything there yet, you know, yet. But uh, I mean, I, it's visually, I think it's amazing to sit back there in sixteen fairway and look down through there and no trees and see 17, the new par three and, and uh, 16, the way the green sits right there on the water. Now. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's awesome. And uh, then the, in the back tee on 18 is, you know, it shifted to the right a little bit and back. So it's a little more of a, you know, a dog leg. Um, so it's going to be exciting to, uh, to get out there and, uh, and, and, and 
see some matches played on those new holes. So Gateway, kind of the first one on the local AM series, other than U.S. Open qualifying also in a round coming? Yeah, really. That would be the kickoff. Um, yeah, we've got uh, yeah May 15th and 16th is the East Side Amateur. Um, before that, we do have uh, – we got actually this coming Wednesday, we got U.S. Women's Open qualifying out at Old Hickory. Uh, we got 52 players playing for two spots to, to go to the Olympic Club, two ladies. Um, and really a pretty good field. Uh, got uh, some names. We've got Mariah Stackhouse, if you know that name, uh, Emma Talley. Both of those girls played on the uh, Curtis Cup team for Ellen Port when I was here at St. Louis Country Club. Yep. Uh, got a young lady from, not exactly where she's from, her name's Austin Kim. I know she made the cut at the Augusta National Women's Amateur You know, a few weeks ago. She's in town. Um, locals, uh, Drew Neenhaus, the young lady from St. Albans who's going to Penn State next year is playing. Uh, there's another young lady from Springfield, Missouri, named uh, Reagan Zablinski, um, who actually qualified for the Women's Open a few years ago, and I, I think one of the youngest ever to qualify. I mean, wow. she was young, but she's a high schooler. She'll be here. So, anyway, that's 36 holes on Wednesday. Uh, forecast is not looking all that great for Wednesday, but you know we'll we'll, we'll get by goodbye with that. And then a week from tomorrow is our amateur series, and I. I I can't tell you how excited we have 103 players for our first amateur series. And I don't think we've ever had over 70 in an amateur series, um, but we have 103 registrations for, uh, for our first event next a week from Monday at Winghaven country club. So that is, that's beyond exciting. Um, we added, we talked about earlier in one of these, our first ones about the women's, yeah. we got, I think 13 ladies signed up to play. Uh, so that's, that's extremely exciting. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, uh, it's very, very cool. You watch. I, I you're you're going to have to turn people away before too long. I, I mean, are, are you going to you're going to add more or different stuff? I I think because of what happened last year. Yep. It got some more people a little more active. It may have gotten some people that had kind of become less active, more active. And I think there's some people now that realize I can test my game against Joe a 15 handicap. I don't have to test my game against Skip Bergmeier. You know what I mean? I think it's a great idea. Yeah. It's a, I mean, I was, I was floored. I mean, I was watching, you know, I was watching the entries come in, but those last entries closed on Friday and uh, this last couple of days, you know, they, they, they just came in and to end up with 103 is, is uh, I mean, that, that was our goal seven, eight years ago, you know, or 10 years ago when we started sure. this, to get to that. And, you know, here we are. Uh, first event of the year, 103. So that's well, uh, that's very very exciting. You you've done it. Congratulations! It's been all grassroots, and it's it's been pretty much all you. So um, <laughs> way to go, way to go with the Normandy thing. I mean, it, it, you and I are both so excited because we've been watching and waiting and hoping and somewhat involved, and and and, and it, it's happened and. Uh, I, I know that in, in the coming week, well, I know next week Skip is interviewing Jim Holtgrieve. So that'll be really cool to kip, kick off Skip and a Stick. And then you and I will get into some competitions coming up, and, and we'll always have our eye on what's going on out at Normandy. Uh, thanks for taking time to talk to me, and uh, uh, huge announcement. Yeah, huge announcement. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Jay. And, and uh yeah, I just it, it's it's exciting, and we're we're this is I mean this is really kickoff week. I mean we haven't we haven't this is our first event this coming Wednesday. Um, you know I was uh I didn't miss any of the weather last week. I was actually in Phoenix all week conducting a ladies' national golf association championship, which was um 
you know, was, was really exciting. It was the first uh, mid amateur senior amateur championship that they conducted and, and uh, you know, for a national and uh, it, it went really well. So it was, uh, it was, it was very cool to, uh, to, for that, for that organization, for those that don't know, we, we administer or the administrative body for the ladies national golf association and to uh, kick that off and, and have their inaugural um, mid am senior um, championship to give, uh, which is, there's not a lot out there, on the national standpoint, national spotlight for the mid ams and senior women to play, right? Yeah, and uh, so that was uh, that was pretty neat to uh, to to be able to do that. We did that out in, out in Phoenix last week, and uh, so um, a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, here here we go. We're uh, I guess this is this is it. So doing good things, my man. We'll we'll, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Jay.